All right, welcome to another installment of the Worst Generation Podcast. Still no tagline, still no whatever. We're still drinking though, right, Vincent? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, not as bad though. Just, you know, we gotta go to work. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Well, as always, I guess yeah, Vincent, what's up? Oh, not much. What's you? What's up? But then, yeah. Yeah, and me, well, you know me, or you should, don't, it's that boy Leo from the Nimrod Heart Podcast, so, hey. we are, I, well, I thought our next episode was going to be the Star Trek episode, but apparently, uh, it's Halloween season, Halloween time, Yep. so, I know that at the Nimrod Heart Podcast, we're doing the, our third year, you know, Trilogies, not trilogies, but the part threes of all the main hitters. Yeah. Uh, Leatherface, Pinhead, Jason, Freddy, and throwing Halloween three. Who knows? But uh, since we're doing a sl- slash and dash up there, uh, I thought we'd come having some fun and do a comedy on our side. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. That's a good cool. idea. All right, so all I got to say is if you bought the Universal Horror Collection, you realize that in the Wolfman, Frankenstein, and the Dracula film, you have practically about three of them. They're on all three collections in the box set. So it's funny because I ended up with three copies of... House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, and why not Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein? Will be our nice fun topic of today. Because I don't know about you, but yeah, we ever into those like Abbott and Costello films, or have you watched any of them? Yeah, I've watched uh, quite a few of them. My grandfather was big in uh, all those. Like Abbott and Costello, the Three Stooges, and Laurel and Hardy, and those comedy duos from back when. All right. You think any of the art comedy duos of nowadays have even came close to matching the comedy of back in the day? Um, depends on your sense of comedy or comedy. Yeah, like. it depends. I mean, Key and Peele have gotten pretty big, but. I don't know if anybody got has gotten as big, but only because you know there weren't that many back then. That's true. That's true. Now and there were, you know, there, there were limited ways of getting your uh, entertainment and all that stuff. You know. So. Oh man. Oh, I I don't know if I've had this before. I think this is my second time. I think I had it on the Nimrod podcast before. Double IPA, right? Yeah, it's uh, St. Arnold's Double Down. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm an IPA drinker. I, don't, I think you're not so much. No, so I'm funny. not. I'm not. At all. <laughs> you're just like straight up. Hey, don't, don't put me in that category. But you do like your good stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. I like stouts, pours. Cream ales, um, 
nitros, um, basically anything but IPAs. God damn, IPA racist here. Well, trash is trash. I don't know what to tell you. Ouch. Ow. You, you, you broke it's my like, heart. It's like uh, I had a, a streamer friend I know, and she was like, oh, you know, are you going to be uh, conflicted any because the White Sox are playing the Astros? And I'm like, why should I care if trash plays trash? I don't. I don't oh, come on. Come <laughs> on. Where the Cubs, bro? Where the Cubs? Trash, go fight trash, and that'll be it. What about the Cubs? Well, they're fine. They're fine. They're just at home watching the games. Yeah. Oh, well, regular season's over. I don't know what you. I don't know what you want. Plus, they sold off all their good players in the summer, or you know, in, right after the All Star break, right before the All Star break, around that time. And two of their players are on teams that are in the playoffs. So, yeah, it would be well, three if the Yankees had made it. Oh well. Oh well, yeah. They fuck around. So, I guess Avenue Costello, me, Frankenstein. I think this is actually the wrong title for this film. Like legit, I it it's it's a monster mash movie. It has Dracula yeah. played by Bela Lugosi, has the Wolf Wolfman played by Lon Chaney Jr. And I mean, those are two iconic roles right there. But yeah. the Frankenstein monster was well, they wanted Boris Karloff to to do the the movie, but he said, Hell no. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I, I would think, you know, since you have or maybe do you think Boris Karloff just didn't want to work with Better Legosi? That might have been it. I mean, since they apparently hated each other's guts, I mean, why let something like old age and, um, you know, common sense overrule hatred? Yeah, and this movie's been named like I don't know how many different cat like uh, American Film Institution AFI. Not the band. Has Uh, has put this on the top 100 funniest American films of all time. It has also been recognized for the 100 years, 100 laughs at number 56. Uh, 2001, it was selected by the Library of Congress to be put in the preservation of the National Film Registry. And even as too far as go as 2007's Reader Digest, calling it also one of the top funniest films of all time. Do you agree with any of this? Yeah, I pretty much agree with all of that. It was it was a lot better than I ex- I didn't really know what to expect. I've seen, like I said, Abbott and Costello, whatever films, but it was pretty good really good a lot of humor to it and you know a pretty decent storyline i don't know what you you know wanted out of it it's not gonna be shakespeare well yeah it's a comedy of course 
Yeah. I, well, I mean, Lucas Dello apparently. For all the recognition this film has had, this movie also has like a bunch of downsides that have over time just proved all this doubt wrong. Yeah. Like Luke Costello uh, didn't want to do the film. He uh, mentioned that his daughter could write a better script. And he was not doing it at all. So the director or someone in production literally gave him a large sum of like the riches for the movie before they even began filming so he could just do it. I mean, that's a that's a nice paycheck. He pre- he's pretty much the original, the original uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, man. Yeah, throw he, bags of money at him and he'll do something. Yeah. Don't I don't I don't want to play. What's it? Oh, James Harden too. I don't want to play. Yeah. Oh yeah, Harden was the original. Okay. And. Everybody should have taken a page from the Packers. Fucking Aaron Rodgers stayed. <laughs> like we said, money talks, bullshit walks. Yeah, but I need him to fucking turn it up because he's on my fantasy league and he ain't doing shit for me. <laughs> oh, man. What you got for defense? I got uh, Tampa Bay, I think. Who's my defense? Yeah, Tampa Bay's my defense. Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing pretty good. Yeah, they're not doing bad. So with that being said, anything okay? Anything stand out for you in this film as like a good turning point? I know we we did have a small convo about of the uh, verbal dialogue. Because this movie seems to have verbal dialogue, slapstick comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got some slapstick and it's got a lot of uh, jokes, one-liner jokes. And, and nothing that takes too big of a setup, but, you know, there are a few setup jokes. Like the thing they re- keep repeating in the movie is, you know, Abbott says it first, or Costello says it first when he's like, I saw what I saw when I saw it. Oh, yeah. And he repeats that a few times, and then finally, after Abbott believes him, he's like, Hey, I saw what I saw when I saw it. Or, yeah, I was like, Well, towards the end, too, it's like, Next time I tell you what I saw, what I saw (laughs) is you're gonna believe when I say what I saw, what I saw. There's also the the scene with the every time you look yourself in the mirror, (laughs) what was it? How'd he go? Oh, he was, uh, Costello was going off on Abbott about how how could he have this amazing girlfriend and he's like, Oh, I don't know, he's like it's just my looks and, and Abbott's like, Have you ever seen have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror? And Costello says, No, I don't want to hurt my feelings. <laughs> I feel like that's like the original like put me down line for someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Oh man. Now the story behind this is we have Larry Talbot, which is the Wolfman, played by Lon Chaney, who I just wish I had a little more backstory to this, but apparently he knows that in some crate that Dracula monster 
and Dracula and the monster are being sent to the States. And he's in, well, he doesn't know what they're going to do, but he knows something is up. Now, say this is technically a continuation to House of Dracula. Well, maybe. I mean, I haven't looked up too much on House of Dracula. I, I did some Glenn Strange stuff, and they were saying how Cheney got him drunk as hell in that movie for a few scenes. But uh, <laughs> he did kind of say that, well, it's like it's in this book, 100 Years of Horror. Mm-hmm. I put out in 96. This is uh, on that set, uh, House of Dracula, Lon Chaney Jr. got Glenn Strange extremely inebriated and in a scene where the monster's in a cave uh, he was immersed in this fake quicksand which was actually cold mud waiting for the cameras for forever so he's, he got to get he started to get a chill and Chaney's like Chaney told him hey the alcohol will keep you warm so he could just kept drinking and he said he could barely or they say he could barely walk straight after the shoot that day. I mean, when you when you watch Frankenstein, uh, the Frankenstein monster walk, he does look kind of drunk. But he did like half-heartedly say that he was just like following Dracula and the monster from Europe, and he needed to destroy them. Yeah, because the Ooh. okay, it was a quick good. line in the movie though. Yeah. Uh, well, the whole concept is they are trying to get Frankenstein monster a new brain so Dracula could better control him. And they've apparently gone with Wilbur, which is Lucas Stello's character. They've gone with his character because he's such a smart person. Yeah. I've seen the man do math in one of the movies. He, he's, he's an Einstein, I tell you. Oh, yeah. I've seen that bit. I don't know. I remember once I said that to Richard. Richard's like, goes all into it and he's like, wait, wait a minute. That made like exactly. <laughs> and you're like in depth in it. It was how did it go? Uh how is three times was this how six times three eight uh twenty one or something like that? Yeah, three times three times six twenty one. Three times something or other. That one I know the joke they used to always use was because Stella would tell Abbott his brain was too tense. Mm. He said, yeah, I'm under a lot of stress. He's like, no, your brain is too tense the size of a normal brain. <laughs> so, there are also a bunch of side characters, like any one of these kind of movies would. Uh, you had the guy who was in charge of the horror exhibit, which is just pretty much going through the whole movie, just asking the stupid question, where are my exhibits? Where are my exhibits? Yeah. He's oh, I, like the annoying one. He just want to slap. Yeah. I, I did look it up. It's seven times 13 equals 28. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. If you have not watched that bit, look it up. It is so good. Just just open your mind. Don't, don't even try to do the math. Just let Costello do the math. Yeah, watch and learn. That's all you got to do. Yes, watch and learn. And I just, 
I, I kind of wish they still made movies like this, like smart comedy. You don't you, something you can enjoy with the whole family. Yeah. Uh, I know. I found this to be the strangest thing. This movie was banned in Finland and I believe Australia or Austria because the monster was too scary. So all the mo- the the monster scenes had to be edited out. Hmm. That to me, and then that just makes no sense because now you have Abbott and Castillo meet. I mean, meet whoever. Yeah. Meet. That's what I said. Like I feel like this movie just did not have the the proper title. I think like something along the line of Abbott and Costello. Uh, Universal Monster Mash would have probably been a better title. Yeah, it probably would have been better. But yeah, if you don't have Frankenstein's monster, you have the whole plot of the movie just gone. That's true. And I wonder how they did those edits. I want to see an edited version of those films to see what the hell did they do. Because hmm. the other thing is the monster out of the three monsters that are in this film, the icons of this film, the monster is the one that appears the least amount, though he appeared the most compared to what he did in the other two films combined. That is weird, but he's still like, even though his name is on the title, but it's always weird when you say, you know, that Frankenstein is the Frankenstein monster when it's really the doctor who's Frankenstein. Unless you give Frankenstein, the Frankenstein monster, Frankenstein's last name because he was created by him. Yeah. We'll go with that. Too much thought. Too much thought, man. You know what? I think thinking about three times 13, just three times, was it three times 18? Seven times 13, fool. Seven times 13 got me thinking a little too much. Maybe. Man. Now, the three monsters, what'd you think of them? Now, I will say one thing. Glenn Mm -hmm. Strange sounds like a badass name for a misfit band member. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a cool name for anybody in a horror band. What's what's a guitar player's name? Glenn Strange. Like, well, that's tight. Yeah. So the three monsters, what'd you think? Give me a thought on all three of them. Uh, they were, they were good. I mean, you could tell. Lugosi had a little age to him. I mean, but that's that's life. Um, they thought he was dead. Yeah, you were telling me they thought he was dead, so they tried to cast somebody else. Um, the uh, Lon Chaney, I mean, he did good as the Wolfman, and uh, you know, this, you don't have to try too hard to be. Dracula or Frankenstein's monster just don't say anything and look tall. Which Glenn Strange was tall. You need the platform boot. 
I don't know why he needed those damn platforms. He was already six foot five. Jesus. Yeah. And you could see him taking a few steps and his ankle turns. And it's like, dude, come on. <laughs> it looks like one of those one of those girls coming out the club at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Party on shots, yeah. But I mean, they all they all did pretty good and everything was believable. It's just, you know, good well, overall. One thing about it though, you know, I don't know if you if you knew about this. Well, have you watched any of the other Frankenstein films or any of the um the Dracula films? I mean, not recently. Okay, but you know Bella Lugosi did play the Frankenstein monster in one film. Yeah. And also that Lon Chaney Jr. played the Frankenstein monster in one film. Okay, I didn't know that one. Yeah, and there's actually a scene in this film. It was towards the end. Uh, the first day of production, Glenn Strange uh, tripped over a wire messed up his ankle or something and i didn't even realize it i i read about it and then when i was as i was watching the movie i caught it like as bright as day he it was long cheney in the in the monsters as the monster hmm. it's the scene where towards the end when the, it's pretty much the the grand escape of the the castle and i think this was like the most scene that I would feel hey parents had a problem with is when you know the monster picks up the the, the lady and throws it straight out the window. <laughs> yeah, he just yeets her right out that window. Yeah I saw like <laughs> I saw that I'm like well there's one there's the first <laughs> so yeah and then like when they turn the camera and he's coming at them like I was like oh shit it, it is Lon Chaney I, I was like, how can I not see it the first couple of times I've seen this film? But maybe because I had read about it now, trying to find information about the film, it, it just really, really popped up. Like, it, it just came to life. Yeah, and then we, I was going to say, if you're watching it and you don't really know that, you're not going to look at him, turn around and be like, oh, they did that shit. And, you know, you're not going to catch it right away. But if you got it in the back of your head, then you're gonna be looking for it, and that's when you'll figure it out. Yeah, because I remember that I read that he was that he played the the Frankenstein monster in one scene. So I was all like, I wonder what scene it was. But when I saw the scene, I'm like, oh shit! Then I looked more into it, and yeah, that's when they said about the uh, him tripping over. Man, I think that dude just has bad luck around Long Chain. You sure Long Chain didn't get him drunk again, so he tripped over the wire? Maybe shit. Yeah, I mean, personally, me, I, I love Lon Chaney's performance in this film. Mm. He always he always plays Larry Talbot, like, so emotionally, you know, like a man devastated, trying to break this curse that he just cannot escape. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like you see that, you know, every time he turned and he's just like so down on himself, like, oh, shit, I don't know, what did I do? And remorseful about everything. He's like a man defeated in life. Mm-hmm. And then I felt, though, I guess due to the, the content of it being a comedy, uh, I kind of didn't like the fact that they kind of dumbed down the Wolfman for some comedy relief. Yeah. 
it's understandable because of what the movie is. I, I for for some reason the Dracula and Frankenstein scenes kind of having the comedy parts didn't bother me as much, <laughs> but the Frankenstein, I mean the the Wolfman scene kind of bothered me a little, because it just felt like too out of character. You know what I mean? Like the the scene where they're in the in the hotel room, and he uh, tab changes into the Wolfman, and he's like just stalking. Wilbur, and then like he he lunges at him when Wilbur like casually moves out the way, like little yeah. things like that was kind of like ah, ah, yeah, it works for last, but when you've seen these characters be so serious all the way through, and then you give them the send off of like a comedy movie, it's not that it hurts the film, but as a horror fan, and this is what a lot of horror fans had a problem with, that it felt like you just disgraced these legends, these iconic monsters. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, but you just got to kind of remember and think about it. You know, it's it's a comedy. It's not exactly going to be super canon. This isn't the last time we see Dracula or the Wolfman or Frankenstein's monster, right? For the Universal I mean, movies? Yes. Well, Strange went on to do another another appearance as Frankenstein, didn't he? No. Not that I, not, because on if you put the Oh, no, this was his third this was his third uh, mm-hmm. time being Frankenstein. So, like, not to spoil, like, it's, I mean, we're all over the place here, so it doesn't matter, but yeah, this was the last Universal movie of its era for the black and white Universal monsters that they appeared, period. This was their, this was apparently their demise in this film, which we saw how, well, we'll talk about it a little bit, how Frankenstein went down and all that stuff. This was like this was like their goodbye. So I know a lot of horror fans were like pissed at the fact. Well, you've seen Freddy, you've seen Chucky. They gradually, as the movies progress, they gain that comedy. Mm-hmm. It's not like like we say Child's Play. It's not like we had Child's Play one, and then we like we had an entire series. What well, they were serious, but you've had some. Some Chucky comedy thrown in the middle there. Well, I and liked they, a child's play one. Well, yeah, so a lot of us did as, as adults. And then you have see the Chucky. You know what I mean? There, there's like an entire thing where there's a lot of comedy leading up to that. And this was like, oh, we have such serious tone movies for the time. And then, you know, uh, let's just end it with a comedy. Yeah, that that hurt. I guess. I mean, I would see it as I saw this as a standalone side movie, but due to the fact that Universal said, "Well, this is their demise," it's like we want to see it as a standalone film in the Avatar Costello universe. Yeah, but the Universal people were like, "No, this is the end." Well, I kind of think maybe it could be a thing where they were kind of pushed into having to do that. 
you know, because if nobody wanted to do the film, how are they going to get them to sign off for another just regular one? And, you know, if nobody wanted to be the Wolfman or Frankenstein or Dracula anymore, then why are you going to, who would you bring in instead of Bela Lugosi? And all that. Guy, I mean, you could replace them. Well, Everybody I mean, can be replaced. Bela Lugosi was replaced. Oh, yeah. Before, like in House of Frankenstein and House of Dracula, he, it was some other dude with a mustache. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. and son of Dracula played <laughs> Dracula. So Lon no, Chaney, no. but it, it was more like Alucard. Yeah, well, let's skip that whole diff- thing. Skip that whole thing. But, I mean, why would they want the headache of working with these guys again? And if, I mean, I watched an intro to this movie by off of uh, TCM. Mm-hmm. The Turner Classic Movies, and it had Greg Proops uh, opening the or doing the opening monologue about this and this and, that and the other thing, and he said it was a no-brainer for Universal because Abbott and Costello were making money for them hand over fist, so they got their money and they've got their use out of these characters. So what do they care? This isn't like where everybody's nostalgia critic or you know they're thinking about all the money they can make off of the nostalgia they want this money now and then okay we'll worry about that later or you know they're just trying to get what they can get as they can get it now yeah true that uh was it in the 30s of course the universal monsters were like the biggest thing in the 40s it was more about the world war ii war like you the universal monsters kind of took a step back Oh, yeah. And then the Abbott Costello films started coming out in the late 40s, 50s. But the Universal Monsters kind of made a comeback. The Wolfman kind of revitalized, kind of brought back uh, a spark for the Universal films, uh, making Lon Chaney a a star that he is. And like I was saying, Lon Chaney has, he's been the Wolfman. He's been pretty much Dracula. He's been the Frankenstein monster. And he's been the mummy. In four films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, Lon Chaney, it's the fucking Universal Monsters. Like, he's the MVP. guy. He's the yeah, all-star. He, he's, he's it. He, 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 he got hit, like, he has his Hall of Fame. Like, horror movie, you know. That's it. That's the guy. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. Like, to me, as a horror fan, I feel sad because Bela Lugosi never got another chance to play Dracula till this movie. And yeah. I, it was his his publicist who talked to Universal like, hey, this guy's alive. Hey, why are you not giving this guy the... It's, it's his role. <laughs> he made it famous. Yeah. Like, so he like sweet talked and made them feel bad to give him the role. Mm-hmm. But of course, Boris Karloff didn't want to do it. Apparently, he said he would help with the, with like helping, you know, promote it and everything. But he says I'm never gonna watch that film. <laughs> it's it's kind of sad. Like, I'm I'm speaking from a fan's point of view. It's kind of like whenever you see your favorite band and then you see their decline, 
and you just notice like the, the, they don't want to be part of it. The guy that wants to be there, nobody wants to be there. It's like you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. like kind of it kind of goes Guns and Roses comes to mind. <laughs> hmm. Like everybody wants what's spaced out. They want to slash back in. You know, it's 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 a bunch of shit. So it's, it's politics. It's movie politics. That's what it is, yep. Whatever, whatever makes the buck. Like you said, <laughs> especially back then, yeah. Aggravates me though. So there are some some street cameos in this film, even though it's like at the end. But before we get to that. We do have the whole Frankenstein Dracula laboratory that is like over the top, by the way. This is like way more over the top than you've seen on any Universal film. Yeah. <laughs> we already talked about a woman being thrown out of a window. <laughs> Iconic <Yep>. scene. <laughs> there's, there's one scene that has me laughing every time I watch it. It's when Evan and Costello, they try to board, like board up the door. <laughs> They put the bed in the way, and they're like, yeah. just push against the door. He can't come in. He can't knock us down. And it's it's not even a push door. It's a you have to open it by. Yeah, it opens from the other side. That's what my wife was like. Hey, didn't that? Do-? And then he pulls it open and <laughs> fall through the damn door. Yeah. Now I was hoping more for a more. I think the, I think the Frankenstein monster got the most dramatic ending in this whole thing. And this is what I was talking about. Uh, apparently, the Wolfman can be killed in water, and so can Dracula. Yeah. So they both plummet to their deaths. I mean, there were rocks down there. I mean, it it, it showed them splash into nothing unless when they hit, they exploded. Uh, it's like, holy shit! I've been rewatching all the second season of what we do in the shadows because my friends hadn't seen the second season so they mm-hmm. came over last week last friday and this just freaking ties in with it because they had the have you seen the second season no i haven't got to it okay have you seen the all of the first season with the nightclub mm, no they're not the orgy not the orgy episode right no not the orgy episode the nightclub episode with uh laszlo's hat well, I've seen like probably like four or five episodes, and they were like I said all over the place. I haven't seen them. Anyway, you need to watch it all. This one, this one vampire just starts uh, going down. I like I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're just gonna set this up. Just watch the whole episode. The so next month we'll do it. All right. So he starts like sinking, and uh, Guillermo is asking Nandor. He's like, "Oh, can." Can vampires drown? And Nandor's looking at him like, why the hell are you so interested in ways to kill a vampire? <laughs> so there you go. Universal set it up. The Wolfman and the Bat drowned. So that's why they... the Wolfman could have hit his head on a rock and then covered up the Bat. <clears throat> But they disintegrated underwater, like I said, unless they blew up. Hey, man, you don't know. 
Well, maybe they blew up, but they had to edit it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. They wanted to get it played in Scandinavia. <laughs> so, okay, so we have that. Then we have this dude still asking for his goddamn exhibition. Yeah. Comes out of left field. Because he wants that exhibition or he wants the 20 grand from the insurance company. They're not paying. Shit. That insurance lady has been through enough. I just, it's it's weird. Just the women in this movie, too. But, yeah. of course, everybody has their own motives. Uh, one lady yep. is a insurance lady. And the other one's just using Wilbur for uh, his highly intelligent brain. His simpleton, easy to control brain. Yeah, that. Man, but I think yeah, the Frankenstein monster gets it the worst. Going with the classic, set on fire. Uh, yeah. kind of does bring back memories from like the very first Frankenstein film at the windmill. Yeah. So. But I think he goes down more brutally in this one. Like in the other one, it just shows like the windmill catching fire and then the monster's stuck in there. He walks into the fire here after it's been yeah. drenched in gasoline and then lit on fire. Yeah, the whole dock is on fire. He could like technically see if he can just hang out on the end of the dock and try to splash water on it. But he just like, fuck it, Dracula's dead, the wolfman's dead. I'm going too. And just walks right into the damn fire. Man, this makes me want to play a sad song on my bass. <laughs> put that little, put that little scene, slow it down. Uh huh. Play a nice, or play Guns and Roses in the background. Is it Guns and Roses? I'm on my way home, sweet home. That's my oh, little Yeah, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> I can't sing enough. I can't sing too much because then due to copyright reasons. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's the end. And like I said, that's what Universal said. That's the end of our monsters. Hey. Yeah. But like I was saying, there is a sweet cameo at the end. If you pay attention, and it's actually cool because it actually is canon with one of the. Uh, the Invisible Man movies. Yeah. Vincent Price is the Invisible Man in the second film. Mm-hmm. And in an un- in, I don't know if he's credited now. It's uncredited. Okay. But he does like light a cigarette. Like they're having a conversation. The whole, uh, when I sit, when I say that I've seen what yeah. I saw in that whole thing. Like, screw monsters. We're done with this. We're going to never be. Hanging around this shit again. No more evil. Yeah, and he just scares them off. I like the way he was rattling the boat, though. (laughs) In one spot. Yeah. It's like, he's just rolling the boat, and the boat, you can tell the boat's (laughs) going not a damn place. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's just in a sound stage or whatever, but I thought it was hilarious how he kept like, hey, untie the boat. Hey, what are you doing? Untie the boat. (laughs) Abbott's just throwing shit and doing whatever the fuck except untying a damn boat. You, to me, that felt like, you know how whenever you're, like, 
it felt like uh like Star Fox. Do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. It's like it felt like they used the same uh a title about they used the same thing and just cropped it over like just posted it over and over again in that yeah. scene. Oh man. I, I if I would recommend people to watch this movie, I highly recommend people to watch this film. Yeah. Uh just a quick food for thought before we head out. Ah, we don't do recommendations and shit like that here. Nah. Uh, food for thought. Have you watched uh, any of the other Abner Costellos, like the uh, Invisible Man and the and the Mummy? I can't say that I remember watching them. I know about them, but yeah. So for those. I thought I would see uh, Vincent Price come back to reprise the role, but it's it has something to do with a murder and the guy turning himself into the Invisible Man, trying to save himself, trying to prove his innocence. But as we all know, the the whatever you use to turn yourself invisible gradually to time makes you crazy. So I felt at some point the guy's a boxer, so you can see where I'm going with this. You have Abbott and Costello in an Invisible Man. And they're doing all this boxing stuff. I felt I was watching literally the, an episode of the Three Stooges, the episode when they um, when they have uh, was it Mo boxing, and they broke curly. the violin or Curly and they broke the violin. Like they had them to do something while they played the violin. It's it's a long time since I've seen that episode. Yeah, so that's what kind of brings back to mind. So. It was the hypnotize, if, if I remember right, they hypnotized him to be like crazy when he heard Pop Goes the Weasel on the violin or some shit. And that's why they put him in the boxing ring. All right. And then you have the uh, the mummy one, which I would say it's not the best. Uh, I would have wished. I, I felt like also that, I think that one. Is I think where Luke Costello should have drawn the line and been like, this is the one I don't want to do. Yeah. That's what that one felt like. But it's it's a decent movie. Not the best, but it works in some terms. Uh, and yes. hmm? I see, yeah. I mean, I did recognize Vincent Price's voice like instantly. Oh, man. He, but, he just has that voice. Yeah. Can't, can't deny that voice. Well, Vincent, looks like we're uh, running short on time here, guy. All right, um, where oh, shit, let's get out. I was gonna say, where can people find you at? Find me all over the place, uh, Twitter, Instagram, even Twitch or whatever. I stream sometimes. Just look up E L C I D L C the first. All right. You can find me at XXLeoXX. Hey, I said that completely wrong. XXLeoXRTD2XX on Instagram. You could also find a lot of the other Nimrod production stuff at Third Year Old Podcast. And if you want to check out a lot of the horror stuff, you can go check out the Nimrod Horror Podcast. One word. And for us, you can find us at Next Generation Podcast on Instagram and wherever 
podcast we get this on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm Leo. That's Vincent. Eep. We're out of here next time.